Hey everyone, it's Matt Mikowski here, and today I was going to do the next chapter with the Skills with People book, but I thought I'd do something different for today, just to have a break from that, just for today. Uh, we'll go into it tomorrow. What I did want to share is building relationships with people. And one thing I actually, I think there's two different examples that I can use to give you an idea of how relationships are important and why we need to be in like consistent contact with people. Now, I don't know if everyone's familiar with the game The Sims, but if anyone's played the original version or um, I'm not sure what the up-to-date versions are like, but you'll find that if you don't build proper connections with people in the game, you will not get positive results from it. So as an example, uh, in the game, when you're building relationships on The Sims, you need to call them on the phone and talk to them, invite them over for like dinner or invite them to a party. When they're there, you need to be like talking with them, getting to know them. And then eventually what ends up happening is uh, you have like a meter for each person. So it shows you how you're progressing with them and you can interact with them like uh, talk. Uh, it's got flirt, hug, um, insult. It's got all, like a whole list of different things. Obviously, um, oh, and another option is to just talk to them. So you've got all these different options that you can choose and it also helps you find people that are compatible as well. So it does things where you choose like your character's personality and it tends to sort of gravitate you towards people that your character would get along with because they're either similar personality or have characteristics that sort of complement yours. So when you're building these friendships and relationships, you need to be consistently in touch with people. And if you lose touch with people, you have to pretty much start all over again and getting that relationship with that person built up again. And the funny part is it's exactly the same as real life. Right? When you have, if you ever had a friendship as an example with somebody and you're quite close to them, and then something happens over time, like they move on or you move on with your life and go in completely different directions. You don't really stay in touch. And then one day you end up happening, um, happen to be at the same place at the same time. But you feel as if it's almost like you're strangers and like it's like two different people meeting each other for the first time. And even though you still know things about each other, it's not as relevant now um, to their lives as it was, say, 10 years ago. So you have to, if, like, if you're wanting to pursue that friendship again, you understand that you pretty much need to start from the very beginning again, get to know them all over again. You know, invite them for coffee, you know, just catching up with them here and there, a text and how you're going, maybe you Facebook message each other, whatever it might be, or you use some other form of social media like Snapchat or WhatsApp or Instagram or whatever else is out there these days. Right. So 
but that you know you've pretty much got a almost it's almost as if you're starting from scratch you know at least you have some sort of foundation to build on which is good so you can sort of um, ask questions and all that sort of stuff and getting to know each other again but that's how relationships work right it's like a relationship in a marriage as an example right just because you think you know you per, uh, know a person doesn't always mean that you know that person right because you need to spend time with them you need to communicate with each other have conversations spend time away from the kids if you don't have any kids makes it a little bit easier you know i will say because in you know you don't have to worry about trying to find somebody to watch them and you know so on and so forth or whatever it is that you end up doing um you know so you can go out places not saying you can't go out to places if you have kids of course because you still can manage to do things like that uh, i'm in the lucky situation one of my kids is an adult and the other one is too young to stay at home so it's like having a built-in babysitter unfortunately that, that's not going to last very long <laughs> so you know because eventually he's going to move on with his life and do things uh, for himself so you know but uh, you have to find time for each other, you know, going out places or, you know, on the uh, whether it's you spend, say, you know, you put aside like half an hour every day just to have a real good chat with each other and listen to each other, you know, sort of get to know each other, you know, find out who uh, the people that you hang out with at work and vice versa. Uh, hopefully I said that right. But, um... You know what I mean, like, you know, and relationships is about getting to know people. And it's the same with uh, networking in business relationships as well. One thing I did a diploma of event management a few years ago. And one of the things that it really taught about that was a vital key in running a successful event business was the way that you establish relationships with other businesses. So as an example, what would happen is if you worked for a particular event company and you held, say, business dinners for lots of different people, one of the things that generally happens is that the event company doesn't do things like provide uh, cha uh, yeah, chair covers, table uh, cloths, uh, napkins, glasses, you know, some of that sort of stuff. So what they'll actually do is hire a third-party person to do that for them. And they will, you know, obviously charge the business that's having the dinner a particular amount. And some of that money goes towards paying these third-party companies that come in and help them out. If you don't have a very good business relationship with these people, right, you will not get quality service from them. Uh, so one of the examples that I had to do was I had to sort of re-establish a business relationship with a guy who ran a company who did just that, provided chair and tablecloths and all that sort of stuff, right? And the problem was that somebody else had deal, uh, dealt with him. Um, he got the wrong impression from that conversation. The person that contacted him didn't have all the correct information. So then I pretty much had to come in and intervene and smooth things over. So in order to do that, I 
had to find out like you know the basis of what the problem was you know so do some conflict resolution uh, find out what he was upset about find out what was said to him reassure him that everything was still on track and a-okay and then pretty much try and negotiate a deal that made both of us happy so we're still maintaining that business relationship and getting quality service and he's still getting business from us and we're keeping our end of the bargain with hiring only that particular company to provide that service for us when we need it so there's different things like that so and one of the other things that we got taught in the uh, event management side of things was keeping regular contact with your business relationships as well you know making sure you send them through an email letting them know how you know just keeping them up to date and in the loop of things that are happening or upcoming events that might be happening where you might require their services uh, organizing to catch up with the person who runs the business for lunch and just you know to say thank you and see how they're going and take an actual interest in them as well so there's all sorts of different aspects of this right? but the main key thing that you normally find in building relationships is consistency you have to be consistent right you can't just expect I know there are some rare occasions where there's people that you meet where you cannot see them for like five years and yet you can you know see them five years later and uh, uh, and it's almost as if years never left each other's side you just have that sort of connection right but you're not going to have that connection with everyone you meet that's why you need to be consistent right and uh, consistency needs to be in how you communicate with them you know getting to know them listening to them there's all these different elements that come together right in building relationships that are very very important you know just like the sims if you don't keep in touch with somebody they can be quite cold towards you because they're just like ah oh, haven't heard from this person for a while oh what do they want you know and that's sort of the attitudes that end up developing but if you're consistently in touch with somebody it doesn't mean you have to contact people every single day right it doesn't even mean that you have to do it every single week you could do it once every couple of weeks um, you could set a, a day aside that's special for you and that particular person that you want to spend time with uh, maybe you make it a group thing where you and a bunch of friends that all get along together you know do something special together say you know once whether it's once a month or you know once every couple of weeks or whatever it might be you know maybe you don't want to see some people all the time <laughs> face to face so you, you know you keep in touch with them through uh messenger or texting or whatever it is i'm pretty old school in regards to that i prefer a phone call more than anything else because i find that you uh with phone calls people can't take things the wrong way uh, because they can hear the tone of your voice when you're talking to them so they know whether you're upset or something and and whatnot um texts can generally get misconstrued and people sort of get the wrong idea and take things in not always the best way so it's one of those tricky sort of things i guess if you're good at writing it probably would help because you're able to write things in a way where people know where you're coming from and you you know you might be really good with how you choose your words so 
But I've found that even writing innocent things to people sometimes, they can take it the wrong way and be all like, oh, you know, upset about what you said. <laughs> and you're kind of like, hang on, hang on, wait a second. What's to get upset about? There was nothing bad that was said. You know, it's like a in-house joke that all of us have. Like, why are you taking offence to it now? So, you know, things can get very confusing sometimes. But if that's how you're used to communicating and it works for you, then by all means, continue to do it, of course. I'm not trying to convert people into my way of doing things. Uh, I'm just saying that there's lots of different ways that we can do it, you know. And you've got to pick what suits you best and other people as well. And there's times you're going to meet people that you really want to connect with and they might not have email or social media or whatever else. So you will have to pretty much revert to whatever form of communication they're used to, you know, which could be the telephone or text message or letters in the mail. Who knows? You know, some people still like that sort of thing. I think it's pretty cool, actually, to be honest. I'd love it if I got a letter in the mail. But, you know, times are different, obviously. And a post office don't make it any easier when it comes to that as well. I think it's like over a dollar now just to send a letter from one state to the other. And you have to pay extra if you want to get it expressed to them instead of taking three days, I think it now takes to get a letter. Whereas it used to be the next working day or next business day or whatever, or whatever they call it. Anyway, so, in retrospect, or in conclusion to what I'm saying, if you want to build a successful relationship with people, and I'm not talking about a intimate relationship, I'm just talking about the type of relationships where um, you want to get to know people, be close to them, and have a, like, a special bond with those particular people, right? So the first thing we need to remember is that we need to be consistent, right? We need to you know, not be over the top about everything. I mean, there's some friends that you'll probably uh, chat to more than others, and that's, un, you know, that's understandable. You're going to have more in common with some than others. But don't forget about the ones that, you know, you are in touch with and still want to keep in touch with. Make sure you make time for them. So being consistent is the main thing. Contact them at least once or twice a week, right? That is just a recommendation, of course. It's really up to you. You need to find a way. Number two, you need to work out the best way to be able to contact and communicate with those people. All right. And number three, remember, if you don't keep consistent contact with people and you don't get the response you after, you need to rebuild that relationship all over again. All right. So there are my three key points that hopefully you get out of that. Anyway, that's it from me. I've got to go and spend some time with my little fella now, who's uh, waiting very patiently for me. So, hope you have an amazing weekend. Take care of yourselves, and I'll chat to you very soon. All right, bye for now.